Good morning, Delaware. This is Nicole Fowles. George is on a break today, and so I am joined by our usual co-host, our always lovely, always perky, always happy to be right in the middle of a 14-degree day, <laughs> Molly Myers Labady. It's me. <laughs> Good morning, Molly. Good morning. We are also joined by our guest today, Kellen. Hello. And Kellen is in our IT department. He is our IT training specialist. You got it right. Yes. You might be the first one. Yeah, Thank I you. make it up every time. It gets really interesting. <laughs> so does my boss. <laughs> So we are happy to have Kellen here in the studio with us today. He, uh, You might know his face or his name uh, because he is part of our Maker Studio um, here at the Delaware Main Library. And uh, we've got some really excited things happening with the Maker Studio um, in 2022. Right. Happy New Year. This is our first show of the new year. I'm happy New Year, That's Gage. it. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you got the year right. I'm still saying 2021. <laughs> I am on fire this morning. <laughs> you I, have are. A weird, I have a weird tendency where I will nail the year for the first three months of the year, and then that April-May stretch, <laughs> right. I'll start reverting back to yep. the last year. That, that's me, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I signed something last year for 2018. That's a little off. Wow. It was really, Sam came, our financial person came over and was like, did you mean to do that? I was like, I don't. <laughs> I'm just going to fix this, and we're going to forget about it for a while, okay? I'm not going to talk about this. (laughs) Well, um, as it is the beginning of the year, you might have had a little bit of a break, and maybe over that break you were reading something or watching something or... Or binging something, so or going somewhere, or so, going somewhere. Yeah, Molly, what uh, what have you been reading, watching, going? Well, you know me and my oddities. I do. It's time for an update, everyone. <laughs> so I have a husband who has a December sixteenth birthday, and for anybody with a December birthday, your birthday gets blended in with Christmas. Yeah, starting my poor the daughter. First. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Gage. <laughs> double presents. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, my husband is always very concerned about double dipping. He's like, I want separate presents. And and this year we had a personal something that we also wanted to get away from. So I got us a room at Landau's Mohican Castle. Ooh, a castle? Whoa. We stayed the night in a castle. <laughs> so if you don't know about Landau's Mohican Castle, it is... Um, it is amazing. It is a castle that a soldier from World War II, he saw all the castles in Europe and came back, which we have a couple castles in Ohio that were built for this reason. He came back and decided we needed a castle. Yes. So he Obviously. opened a publishing company. He published children's books for years and years and years. And then he retired sold the company for quite a bit of money, and built his castle. I love how on his journey to creating a castle was also in the meanwhile, I'm going to make a publishing company. <laughs> this guy was all about magic. Yeah. That's all I can say. So you can get one of the suites. There are suites in the main castle, or you can stay in the stables, or they have a couple extra <laughs> castles around. They also have a pool house, and the best part, a cemetery. Right next to the pool house. You don't stay in the cemetery, do you? No, but you can go visit it. (laughs) (laughs) They also light up the castle at Christmas, and it is magical. Their restaurant is, it's the Copper Mug, and it is fantastic. The drinks, especially wonderful. (laughs) Wish you could all see my face. Um, I mean, Facebook can. I mean, (laughs) it's really wonderful. (laughs) Um, So... Knowing how great this is, I mean, the the staff that worked there clearly loved it. Now, the pool was closed because the people who had been there the night before 
had so much fun they broke glass in the bottom of it. Oh, come on, friends. But we didn't have time to even go to the pool <laughs> because we were walking around the grounds looking at the um, the beautiful lights. And we had a fireplace in our room. So I knit while my husband enjoyed cable for the first time in a long time <laughs> and watched Three's Company. He is a character. Um, what a treat. Three's Company. What a treat. And on the way up, I do want to shout out to our stop in Galena, Ohio, where we had coffee in a bank vault. That's awesome. It is. The coffee was great. The food was fantastic. And the atmosphere, you can either, now they had the bank vault closed that you could go in and look around. But you can also go down these twisty stairs and you can enjoy your coffee and your snack downstairs around the fireplace. It's cozy. It's like charming i could see this being one of those cozy mystery murder towns where like five residents are safe and everybody else is going to die for them to solve the murders (laughs) of so galena you were awesome if you're listening today it was that coffee was fantastic the atmosphere great the bank vault coffee hold on i gotta remember the name it is not (laughs) i made it up as the coffee vault oh the coffee vault i love it and that is just right downtown Galena. It is darling. And I want to go back and go hiking this summer. So. And the other place was the Landau's Castle. Landau's in Mohican Castle. Mohican, now, yeah. I went to a few others, but I've got to save something for the next show. Of course you do. Because you know there's going to be a next show. And also, I could take over the entire one. I, it was really an amazing weekend. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you're uh, sharing the airtime for us to ask Kellen, what have you been reading, watching, listening to, or binging? So, uh, last night, my wife and I began watching a show that I've already watched. Um, it's on Netflix, and it's called Centaur World. That sounds interesting. It is. Um, <laughs> People who know me know that I have a fascination with centaurs, and the weirder that they are, the better. Okay. And so this is a story of a horse from an apocalyptic, war-torn world who gets thrown through a portal into the bright and colorful, magical world of Centaur World. Is this an animated show? It is an animated show. Okay. Yep. (laughs) That answers some questions. It has vibes of Adventure Time and (laughs) She-Ra and Over the Garden Wall, and it is just a whole story where she gets adopted by this herd of weird centaurs. One looks like one has giraffe parts. One has uh, zebra. One is a bird. One looks like a llama. Another one has a portal in her stomach that she steals oh. things. She's a kleptomaniac. Wow. Her name is Glendale, and she's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it's, it's her struggle to get back to her rider and and to end the war. The horse is a legitimate horse. The horse is a legitimate horse. But she's in a world of illegitimate centaurs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That makes sense. And it, it is <laughs> weird, but one of the best stories I've seen in a while. I cried at the ending oh, wow. of it. It was wonderful. And I'm excited to watch it again. It's called Centaur World. Yes. A series on Netflix. Yep. Weird is my style. You know, You'd love it. <laughs> I would love it. Shockingly, Lloyd. my book is not going to be too far off from that. <laughs> I don't know how it could be. But uh, my book that I uh, that I read uh, this week is called Piranesi. And it's by Susanna Clark. Um, it's a very short, easily uh, readable book. It's only like 250 pages. And uh, if that name sounds familiar, the author um, has another book out called Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, uh-huh. um, which has a very different vibe from uh, Piranesi. But the, the concept of Piranesi is uh, Piranesi is um, when we first meet him, uh, he is in this house that has uh, many halls and many stories and I envisioned it as like kind of an opening in the in the middle where you could kind of see down um, and there's a sea at the bottom and the sea has tides 
Um, it's a very simple kind of place where, you know, there's seaweed and there's fish and there's birds. Um, and then there's Piranesi. And he, I kind of envision him as he, he sees himself as the keeper of the house. He's the only person, as far as he knows, who's ever been there. He is um, documenting the vastness of the house. There are, you know, 999 halls and rooms and different things like that. There are statues throughout the entire place. And the statues are, are of these um, mythical, magical beings. There are, um, there are minotaurs. There are centaurs. There are um, fauns. There are people. There are... Uh, gorillas, just about anything that you could imagine are kind of in statue form. And Piranesi, uh, as he's documented the house, he has found um, remains, he has found bones, and so he can assume that there have been at least 15 other people before him who have lived in this house, and um, or who have been perhaps keepers of this house. And he meets uh, twice weekly with another person who we only really know as the other, and um, all of the story is told through Piranesi's journal entries. And he is a diligent and avid journal keeper. Um, and he, he's quirky. He's likable. You're, you're not quite sure um, why he feels he has to so meticulously, um, you know, document the things of the house. And you kind of wonder also, like, what's going on with the, the other who visits him? Because Piranesi seems to have very little he is really using the things that the house gives him. If all he has to eat that day is seaweed, then that's what he has to eat. Um, his clothes are ragged and torn, and he is, you know, making shoes out of dried fish leather. Um, so he is just kind of like, I have what I have. Um, yet when he meets with the other, he always talks about, oh, today he's wearing a very well-tailored gray suit, and he has a very nice um, shiny uh, silver tie and his shoes, you know, he's he's impeccably dressed. Um, and then the next time they meet, the other also has these very nice clothes. And you kind of wonder, like, why does the other have the nice clothes and Piranesi has junk? <laughs> yes. And um, so you start to wonder more about the other. Where is he going? Why is he not exploring the house as Piranesi is? Because he really, he only meets twice a week and he only stays for no longer than an hour each time because he said uh, otherwise it just would be too much for him. And you wonder why huh. would it be too much? Um, so as the story moves on, you start to uh, discover right along with Piranesi um, that there's more to the house than you might expect um, and that there are some um, maybe other characters who might be coming into the house as well and how do they get there and what does this all mean? Um, it's almost the reverse of a discovery fantasy story. You know, in, in children's books, there are children who live in the real world and then they go into this fantastical world and they're kind of figuring this out. So it's almost the reverse of that. So you try Ooh. and kind of figure out, um, you know, what does it all mean? Where are we really? And, and what's, what's actually happening? Um, it's really beautifully written. Um, it is dense to get into, uh, as, uh, Susanna Clark establishes the world in the beginning. It is, it's, it's hard to get into the flow of how the world is being established. Um, so I actually quit the book after about 50 pages and didn't look at it for six months. Um, but then my <laughs> book club uh, was deciding that this was a book that we were going to read. And so I picked it right back up and I got into it and moved much more quickly once I could get past that denseness. So my book is called Piranesi by Susanna Clark. And uh, I would definitely recommend it for some, some kind of fantasy lovers um, and a little bit of kind of mystery exploration. So with that, we are going to take a break, and we will be back on the other side of the break, and we will talk to Kellen with the Maker Studio and the 
plans that we have for a new passport in 2022. So stay tuned. Woof, nine degrees. Yeah. I, no. didn't, I didn't order that. No. <laughs> I, I, ordered, no. I ordered 80 degrees in sunshine, but it's late on my Amazon truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck in a canal somewhere, Gage. <laughs> Not coming. <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry. Jeez, I'm normally more more like more perky than this and, and, and positive. And yes, it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> well, welcome back. You're listening to Off the Shelf. I am your uh, host today, Nicole Fowles. And I'm joined by our loyal um, and sometimes frequent co-host, Molly Myers-Lebady. And sometimes Molly. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I was saying that we need to have, I don't know if you guys watched um, the WandaVision and there was the episode when uh, something happens and Agatha Harkness gets her own. I want my own. Gets her own entrance. I want my own entrance. (laughs) Theme song. (laughs) It must be sung. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it cute. We'll make it kind of dapper, kind of like fifties, like happy. Mm-hmm. And we could go twenties too. We could I look t- really great in a bob. You know, I'm good at coming up with jingles, but I won't sing your other one. You're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. look in and your you eyes. will all be glad you didn't hear it. Uh, all right. Well, we are also joined by Kellen, who is with the Maker Studio, yep. the IT technology training specialist. Mm-hmm. Well. The IT and T technology was duplicated, but I did it okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just call him the guru of the makerspace. The guru of the makerspace. So (laughs) one of the cool things that's happening in 2022 is um, the makerspace is having a bit of a transition from a, hey, email us your stuff and we'll Mm -hmm. do it for you, to a do it yourself. So tell us how we're facilitating that this year, Kellen. So with the transition to do it yourself workshop, we are switching over from kind of machine runners to machine teachers mm-hmm. uh, tom my assistant and myself are going to focus on showing you how to make things and how to run the equipment and how to do everything yourself and to do that to track your progress we're go- we've introduced what's called the maker studio passport mm-hmm. it's a little tiny book that you can check off little different skills that you've gained uh, in each of the different tracks there's four tracks there's laser vinyl 3d and analog which is a catch-all for our like button maker and sewing machines. Right. Um, the, the one that I've completed. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. And so you can come in and if you want to learn how to engrave a tumbler, we'll show you how to do that and you'll get things checked off on your passport. Whenever you complete a track, you don't have to have us there at all. You can just walk in and flash your thing like you'd flash a badge in a movie or something like that. And uh, we'll say, all right, get off to it. We'll still be here if you have questions or need help with anything. Um, and there is so much more to learn about it than what is required just to get your check marks. So right. there's going to be questions and new things, and you'll want to try different stuff as you get experience with it. So we'll always be around to help guide and, and answer. We're also switching our class structure up. So in the past, we've done more theory classes. So this mm-hmm. is how you would design something for it, or this is how you use this piece of software. Now we're going to be switching in the spring to more of project-based. So you will come in and you will engrave a coaster or you're going to make a um, – you're going to heat press something onto a drink koozie mm-hmm. and you'll walk out with that thing at the end of the night and, and that will the learn skills you. for how to yes. do it. Um, so we'll spend a little less time on the how you design something, pick a real simple design that's easy to do real quick, mm-hmm. and then focus on the machine skills of getting that done. Yeah, and that was something so. that we've kind of talked about um, as we were putting the passport together. Like, what is truly essential and what is the public really using the Maker Studio for? Um, and one of the things 
is, you know, people don't necessarily have to be the designers. There's things that already exist in the world like Etsy and (laughs) like other websites where you can download the pre-made vector images, you know, and things like that. But what you need to know to get what you want is now how do I get this thing that someone else has designed that I maybe paid $5 for and how do I put that into the completion of the project that I'm looking at? Yep, exactly. Yeah, the, some of the easiest projects we have are somebody wants to come in and put somebody's name on a Tumblr. Right. You just sit down and you type in a name, pick your font, and hit print. <laughs> yeah. It's really easy to do. Right. Um, there's a lot of t- – most of the things that we get for our 3D printer are files that are downloaded from Thingiverse, which is a repository of ready-to-go designs mm-hmm. um, that you just you click download and you put it on the machine. Um, so most people aren't even designing their own parts. They're just finding things that are there and using us as a way to make them into a real thing they can hold. Right. So this is becoming a place that isn't just for people who want to be the expert best designer. It's for the person who just wants to kind of understand how the whole thing works. Yes, exactly. And yeah. you don't need any pre-skills walking in the door. Correct. Yeah. Every month, uh, the first Wednesday of the month, we have a scheduled tour. So you can come in and see everything, but you can stop by any time that we're open Monday through Friday. Uh, which is anytime the library is open, and we'll give you a tour on the spot. If you take the tour, you get a passport. We'll check it off on the first step, and you can get started on, on what you're doing. So curiosity seekers, we're waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, we're there. We're excited to to switch things up and try something new. This is something we had planned to do in October of 2020 before everything prevented us from doing so. Right. And so we're finally excited to get to that point that we've been looking at for a while. Right. Kellen. Tell them what the final prize is. Oh, yes. Prize, not prize. I'm sorry. The final uh, project is if you complete everything. Tell them, tell them, tell them. If you complete (laughs) the final project, Molly's very excited about this. You get a gold library card. A gold gold library card. card. (laughs) This is something Molly's been begging me for for years. I really, really am excited. And uh, we we found a material that works really well with it. You're going to learn the skills that whenever you finished it, we have blank library cards set up there, and you will make your own because you'll know how to. At it point. will work. You and can it works. scan it yes. and yep. everything. With, with your actual barcode. Yeah. Yes. So yes. there are several steps that integrate all the things that you would have learned so far in your passport, uh, like how to use the laser engraver, how to use you know some of the different softwares and things like that. And when you put all of those pieces together, then you get yourself a golden library card golden. that will actually scan. It's like the golden ticket of the library. It is. It is. And so, I'm having a hard time not singing it right I now. <laughs> so right now, if you finish off the laser track or something, you have to bring in your passport to show that you've You've completed that. Having that gold library card just shows that you know how to do everything, and I don't have to see your book anymore. You, it's just nice you because the, the, gold library card. the passport is paper. It yes. might not hold up forever. That library card is metal. It's going to stick around for a long time. And just know all your friends are going to be jealous because you have a gold library card. <laughs> so, Kellen, um, in the couple minutes that we have, do you have anything upcoming that you want to um, promote or um, I can say that you can definitely go and check out the website uh, DelawareLibrary.org and you can find the Maker Studio right there on the homepage of the website. Um, mm-hmm. That whole page has gotten a whole new facelift so give that a look and you can see a lot of things. You can download the passport or look at the passport from that page uh, but you can also pick it up from any branch or just coming yep. into the, the main library and the Maker Studio. Yeah. Uh, nothing specifically. I'm hesitant to uh, promote my classes because most of them are full for the next two months. Oh, so right. Don't really have a whole lot going on, but the new classes for the spring will be going up here on the on the calendar in a couple weeks. Right. Um, and any of the classes that we offer are just a dedicated time on the calendar to do them. Yeah. We are happy to go over any of those skills on a drop-in appointment. Yeah. 
And everyone, everyone in the Maker Studio is highly capable. Of course, Kellen and Tom are there on a regular basis, but you might also see Patrick. You might also see Tracy. You might see me sometime. There's just a lot of people who who hang out back there who are far more intelligent than me, <laughs> mostly as intelligent as Kellen. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> well, thank you for being our guest today sure. and talking about the Maker Studio and the Maker Studio Passport. This is such an exciting project. Um, keep your eye on social media, too. We've got some fun plans for Maker Mondays coming up. And um, also on our YouTube channel, we're going to have some trainings coming up this year um, as well. So we've got a couple events that I don't want to leave without uh, telling you about. So um, the Telling a People's Story exhibit is up at the main library. It is a panel exhibition um, that showcases um, African-American children's picture book art within African-American children's picture books. And um, it features 130 different um, pieces of art on those panels. Um, but there are also picture books that you can check out that are associated with it. And we've got some really exciting things that are um, coming program-wise, And it too. came out of Miami University. So other yes. Red Hawk, I think we are, um, alumni, let's show up and see what our university helped produce. Yes, yes. It, that is a really, really great. It's the first of its kind. Um, on Monday at 3.30, we have the Middle School Book Club meeting. That is a pre-registered event, so get on the website and register for that. They are talking about paranormal fantasy books. Oh, this is me. Yes. There's this a, is me. There's about five different books that you can uh, that you can read, and you can probably read them pretty quickly over the weekend. Um, also, I wanted to give a quick shout-out. Um, a lot of you have enjoyed our Parents Stay Positive series um, that we have been doing digitally, and Sintero is back and in person. Oh, that's great. So this one is taking place on Thursday, January 13th. It's at 6 o'clock uh, to 7 o'clock at the Orange Branch Library. You do need to pre-register for this one, and they're talking about developing good bedtime routines. Wow. And I tell you, I have taken this class twice. And it is worth it um, to help you um, and your, I wouldn't recommend it for a baby baby, but um, toddler, you know, one to uh, about age seven or eight. This is going to be really, really helpful for you. So um, check out our website, DelawareLibrary.org slash events, and you can see all the things that we have coming up. Um, always thank you to our friends as being the amazing sponsors that they are. They have some book clubs on our event page that you can see as well. Thank you to Kellen for being mm -hmm. our guest today. Molly, thank you for being my co-host. I love it. And Gage, thank you for help on the board. Absolutely. We're always happy to be here. And until next week, we will see you in the stacks.